Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. On today's episode, Joshua tries to get us to think about what we truly want instead of what we think we want. What we think we want is generally based in lack. And so what happens is you birth a desire for something. It is manifested in a vibrational reality. And as soon as you become a vibrational match to that, then that will pop into your reality. It's a very simple thing. If you think of some really easy things like I want to manifest lunch, no problem. But if you want to manifest a mansion or a fortune or a love or health or whatever it is, it's a different process because you are really basing this thing in the lack of. And so you have this vibrational thing you want, plus you have the vibration of lack, and it doesn't really help you move towards that. Instead, Joshua offers this bit of advice. Think about what you truly want. And if you can go on that path of what you truly want, allowing all the experiences to come, everything you think you want will manifest because there's no foundation of lack in your vibration. In this episode, you'll see a lot of uh, interesting questions about this, how Joshua wraps it all up. It's fascinating one. I really think you'll enjoy it. And before we start, just remember to like and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends on Facebook, leave a review. If you can do that, that's fantastic. Check out the website. We have a new meditation there. It's a neutrality meditation that will aid in this process of discovering what you truly want. And there's also a course you can take. It's the seven-day course. It's a great way to get started. And in that course, it has the manifestation event form to help you process limiting beliefs. It's a seven-day course. So take a look at that. If you have any questions for me at any point, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And enjoy this show. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Do you remember how you got here? You got here because you thought, well, there might be a way to use this information to get what I want, to have a better life, to make my conditions even better than they are. If I could use this law of attraction stuff, I could then create whatever I wanted because this idea of the creator as compared to how I was behaving before, well, that seems like that would be more effective in getting all the stuff that I think I want and all the desires that I have and all these things. I want to ha have this big, beautiful, incredible life. And if I can learn the secrets to the universe, then I can manifest anything. I can manifest what I want and have it appear quickly. Well, that's how many of you got here. But what you're coming to understand is that the universe doesn't really work this way. The universe is set up to deliver you anything you want, but when you ask for something, it becomes a vibrational thing that will be manifested into your reality when you go on this journey to discover who you are and become a vibrational match to that thing you think you want. The issue here is when you desire something that's generally based in lack. And so you have the vibration of lack and you have the ideal outcome that you think you can manifest somehow. And so what you tend to do is effort and struggle your way to this ideal. You effort and struggle, effort and struggle, effort and struggle, holding that vibration of lack the entire time. And so you have this journey, you, you have a journey of self-discovery, but you don't really understand what that is. Because until this thing is manifested that you perceive you lack, you will not be happy with any part of this process. You're only happy when the outcome happens. And as soon as the outcome happens, you find yourself unimpressed. And so you try again for something else, and you try again for something else. And the entire time, you're trying to control how everything manifests in your life. You're trying to control the conditions and the people in your life. You're trying to make it so that this ideal that's in your mind, which by the way, is created from a limited perspective, this ideal comes to fruition. 
Once the ideal comes to, to fruition, you believe you'll feel better. Aha, isn't that the answer then? You want to feel better. This is what you want. None of the things you think you want are really what you want. If you dive deep into this idea, what you want is to feel better. Well, how do you feel better? Well, that answer from your perspective is actually somewhat unsatisfying. You feel better by perceiving your reality as it truly is, not by wishing it was something different. The issue is, if you have a desire which is based in some lack, you're looking at an illusion. Since you are the creator of your reality and can manifest anything, the actual manifestation can't mean anything. So you put meaning on it in order to feel something from the manifestation. Well, it's okay to want something and to have that journey towards something and to think that that something is going to make you feel something. But you'll notice every time you do that, you don't feel what you thought you'd feel. You attach a meaning to this feeling you think you lack. You perceive that the thing you lack, if that comes, if that is manifested in your reality, that you'll feel something. And yet when it's manifested, you don't feel the way that you want to feel. So think about the feeling of something. What is that feeling? Well, it could be the feeling of security. It could be the feeling of abundance. It could be the feeling of freedom. It could be the feeling of connection to another person. It could be joy, it could be interest, it could be passion. It could be all these feelings you associate as good feelings. Now think about the feelings you don't want. You don't want insecurity. You don't want any negative emotion. You don't want dissatisfaction. You don't want frustration. So you put these categories of feelings. Some feel good, some feel bad. But you're not really remembering that you're here feeling in every moment. You are labeling some feelings as good and some feelings as bad. And so your initial drive then is to move towards better feelings or more accurately, move away from what you think is bad or wrong. So we come along and we say, everything is right. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. This alters your perspective. Now you have to think, well, if this is true, what Joshua says, then anything I think is wrong is that illusion. And that illusion then is causing me to feel bad. Because when I perceive something is wrong, I judge that thing. And in fear, trying to protect myself, I label it as wrong or bad in order to protect myself from that thing ever happening. That's the fear aspect of physical reality. You think that if something's happened to someone else, you don't want it to happen to you. You fear that thing and now you try to control it so it doesn't exist in your life. Well, that really is not an effective way to navigate this reality. First and foremost, you are here on a journey of self-discovery. You are here to learn more about yourself. The drumbeat of your life is self-discovery. That's all you really want. You have the opportunity to learn about yourself through every experience. If you understand the experience is coming for you and not to you, then you can look at that experience from this higher perspective. When you start looking at things from the higher perspective, guess what happens? You feel better. If you were to think something is happening to you, then you will be perceiving an illusion and perceiving yourself as the victim. And that's what makes you feel bad because the emotion is there to indicate how you are perceiving yourself. If you receive negative emotion, 
It's the indication that you're perceiving yourself in a way that's not true. If you receive positive emotion, it's an indication that the way you are perceiving yourself is more true. The universe, your inner self, your guidance supporters, source itself, is guiding you to discovering the truth of who you are. You can do it any way you want. You can do it by manifesting things you lack and holding the vibration of lack and having frustration as you try to effort and struggle your way to the manifestation of this thing you think you lack. That's fine. Or you can alter your entire perception of reality. You can start to see yourself from a higher perspective. You can start to see things as good. You can start to notice when a manifestation event comes to illuminate a limiting belief that that's a very good thing. You can process those limiting beliefs. You can ease them. You can soften them. You can think more about why do you want the thing you want. You can think more about who you truly are. You can realize that you are this limitless being of magnificent love. You can express love. You can start to operate in a way that does not change your conditions, but changes your perception of those conditions. When you change the perception of your conditions, you will get what you truly want, which is to feel better. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? I have a question, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Rashna, go ahead. Uh, so you're talking about feelings, and I'm actually wondering what I'm feeling and what I want to feel in a particular situation, which is when um, like somebody tells me something, and I already know. So I have that I know syndrome. So not only I, I feel some kind of um, distress or irritation, it's really tiny. And I tell them, I have this need to tell them, yeah, I know. And I also have the need to tell them, I learned it 10 years ago. <laughs> you just learned it now. And I'm quite aware of this, uh, this behavior of mine. And I try to stop myself from saying, yeah, I know. And I learned it far before you did. But I get this compulsion. It's like, it is a compulsion. Boop, I'll just say it. And I actually don't know why I feel the negative feeling inside. And I don't even know what I'm, I'm doing or what I want to, what my goal, what feeling I'm aiming for. Excellent. Well, this is a fascinating question. And it comes to the heart of what we're investigating now. You can sift and sort your way through life, not really understanding who you truly are, what you truly want. You can effort and struggle to get what you think you want. You can come to new perspectives of yourself. And you can realize that how you're perceiving this reality is becoming more accurate. You're perceiving yourself as more accurate. You're having new ideas, new thoughts, new inspiration coming to you. And then something like this pops up. And so you have a question. And so the question that you can ask yourself is why? Why am I engaging with this person? Why am I going to this event? Why am I choosing this action? Why am I following this trail? Why am I interested in this? Step back and ask the question why? Why is it necessary for me to state that I already know this and that I know it before you did? There's something in that answer that will illuminate where you are now, how you feel about yourself now, how you see your reality now. 
there's something that will illuminate, possibly, an inner gift, something that has come online, an awareness of somehow you know something. What is it about that idea of you knowing something that gives you some pause? Well, how would you know? Is it because you're an expert in that field? Is it because you've researched it heavily? Is it because someone else told you about this previously? Or you just know? Most humans go around perceiving themselves as less than, unworthy, needing some validation of some sort, needing some backing by some other human or some other expert to allow them to believe what they want to believe. Yet everything is contained within you. You can know anything you want to know because you have access to infinite intelligence. If you have a gift such as yours, it will drive you to research things and to understand things more so that you can say, well, that's why I know it because I've already read it somewhere or someone told me or somehow I came across it and stored it in my subconscious and then it pops out. This is not understanding who you truly are. Who you truly are, your gift, is that you have access to any answer you want. But you don't believe that. You think that, how could I know this thing? And how can I know that thing? And how can I have access to all this intelligence? Well, that's simply one of the gifts that you came in with. And many, many people have this similar gift. In fact, if it was practiced, almost every human could have a sense of this, where they didn't have to rely on an expert. They weren't constantly questioning themselves all the time. They could understand that they have everything they need at every moment within. And if they don't have it within, then it will come to them in some form. They don't have to go out and, and get the information to validate themselves. If you had this awareness that this was your particular gift, and that it was with you from the time of birth, and it was intended prior to your birth. And this gift would allow you to move along your journey of self-discovery. And you also know you would question this gift your whole life. And that would drive you towards a certain education, it would drive you towards a certain belief in your intelligence, it would, it would move you along your journey. You come into this, these teachings, you practice the techniques, you use the tools, you follow along, and you raise a perspective in yourself. You stop thinking you're the victim. You start having this idea that you're the creator of your reality. You start looking at yourself from a higher perspective. And when you reach a certain perspective level, when you reach the dimension of that perspective, your natural innate talents and attributes come online. For you, it is the ability to know what you need to know in the moment. But because of your history of perceiving yourself as a victim, you don't trust this at all. So part of you is saying, I know this in this situation and I want to have this knowing validated. I want to, to have some way where I can say to myself, I've known this for years and I've known this thing. And so all these things that are coming out in the reflection from other people in the conversations you're having, this is now coming out. It's now becoming obvious to you that, yeah, I knew this thing, and yeah, I knew that, and I knew that. Well, you always knew it all along, but you didn't trust yourself. Now that you've gotten to this perspective, it's coming to show it to yourself. 
in the conversations you're having or, or in your daily life. You also want this validation, which is not necessary in any case for any human ever. The validation only comes because you have a sense of this can't be right or who am I or unworthiness of some form. So you want to prove to people that you know these things. That's not necessary. You just know what you know. You don't even have to tell anyone you know what you know. You only need to know for yourself. So this is an excellent sign that you're coming to a certain perspective in this area, that this gift is coming online and being noticed by you, and that this gift will allow you to disassociate yourself from anything outside of you that you think you need to validate something. You have a question, you ask us. Have you ever noticed that? You ask us a lot, yet you know, you know, and you want to validate what you already know to prove that you know it, because how could this be true? This is a gift that's innate within you that you are developing now. And all we say is trust it, but ask, why do you have this gift? You have this gift for one reason only. Well, let's say two reasons. You have the gift because it will allow you to more effectively nav navigate your journey of self-discovery. And because it's fun, interesting. It's a cool thing that you brought with you so that you can now play with it in this new environment of this new perspective that you've reached. It isn't there to prove that you're better than anyone else. It's not there to ever disconnect yourself from anything. It's not there to mean anything about you. It's simply a pre-birth intention that you knew that once you got to a certain perspective, if you got there at all, that you would be able to incorporate this in a more exponential journey of self-discovery, into a heightened journey of self-discovery. That's, that's the key to all of these innate gifts that anyone might receive. It's there to move you along in a more conscious and aware way. It's for added expansion. So imagine you enter, you decide to enter physical reality, you set up all the conditions that you would be born into, you chose your parents, chose the time and place in your birth, and you brought with you some of your non-physical gifts that could be used to enhance your journey of self-discovery. You knew that if you were at a low vibration and thinking of yourself as a victim and existing in these more limited dimensions, that that gift would never be used for anything that you would term as positive. You might use it to distract yourself from how you're feeling, to separate yourself more from others. It would not be beneficial to you. So there's a threshold to where these gifts, any gifts, come online. They come online when you reach a certain perspective about yourself, a certain idea of how physical reality works, a certain level of understanding that the basis of this entire reality is love and connection. And when you reach that level, then these gifts come on to enhance your journey of self-discovery. How you will relate to this gift or incorporate this gift in your daily life, that's for you to figure out. But it comes as a shock to many people. Suddenly people have the ability to channel or to automatic write, to 
know certain things, to have these other abilities that are what, you would, what we would call empathic abilities. So all the empathic abilities that anyone has comes from a level of understanding about themselves that they have risen to, a perspective that they have achieved. Prior to that, achieving that perspective, the gifts aren't even noticed. Once they achieve that certain perspective, the gifts come online and they come on quickly. And it's surprising to many people. But it's natural. Every human being comes with something that will enable them to travel the journey of self-discovery once they reach a certain perspective. Those of you who are on this call now and listening at a later date are becoming aware of this. You're noticing it in yourself, you're noticing it in your friends, you're seeing others in the community. It's natural byproduct of this ascension to a higher perspective, and that's all that's happening. So play with it, there's nothing to do, there's no need to understand it, it's for your investigation only. As you settle into the knowing that this is one of your gifts, you can even look to see what other things are coming to you. And each of you have brought unique gifts that are yours to play with. You don't have to think about, oh, I wish I had this gift or that person has this gift. You just think about what naturally comes to you. Now, a lot of these gifts that you had, you had them when you were younger before you lost the perspective of who you are. So many of you had these gifts in childhood and then you were taught that that is not normal or that's not a thing in this reality or no one can have that special gift or there's something unusual about you. Once you adapted enough limiting beliefs and dropped your perspective on yourself, the gifts that you had in childhood might have been put under the surface. As you come back to raise your perspective, then they're revealed to you again. So many of you will remember that as a child, you could imagine this or, or receive these thoughts or communicate with animals or whatever it was. This is a very natural process, but there's no one who can tell you or no need for anyone to tell you how to utilize these gifts in your journey of self-discovery. This is part of the self-discovery process. It's self-discovery. It's not anyone else outside of you ever telling you what to do, including us. It is the fun and the joy and the interest and the excitement in all of this is how you play around with these ideas. Even if you don't think it's true. Even if you think that we're nuts for even bringing this up. It can't be me, it can't be me, I can't be this person. Gary went through this for years. How can I be this? How can this happen to me? This is weird. This is strange, unusual. I don't even want to talk about it to other people. It is part of Gary's journey to connect to us and bring this information forward. That's part of how he discovers who he truly is. He initially dismissed the idea or fought the idea or kept it secret. And as he learned more about himself, it naturally emerged and, and grew to what it is now. And it will continue to grow and it'll continue to develop and new things will happen as he raises his perspective on himself. The same is true for each and every one of you. Excellent question. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. It's Undine. Undine. Hi. Hi. Hello. You may remember we did a one-to-one, -one Joshua, uh, where we spoke about various things and we spoke about Fatima. So I have returned from Fatima 
uh, in Portugal, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a very, very sacred and religious place where three young children saw the Virgin Mary. I'd like to ask you a question while I was in Fatima. 99% of Fatima was fantastic. There was 1% of something that was on the grounds of Fatima that kind of not freaked me out, but it didn't ring true. So we just walked past it and went on. So uh, as we were leaving Fatima, my partner and I, uh, we decided to buy some memorabilia from Fatima. And there are all these obviously places to sell it. And they've obviously been there since 1917, I think, when the vision was there. So there will be families of people who've been allowed to sell the Fatima uh, memorabilia. As we were looking around, though, they were all numbered. And I said to my partner, your lucky number is 30, 32. I didn't think about my lucky number, which was 17. It wasn't about me. I just turned him because he wanted to go there. I said it's 32. So we went to the booth number 32. So we bought various items from booth number 32. And when we left, we took our luggages away. But we walked quite a distance away from booth 32. And we had a tap on my partner's shoulder to say, I'm so sorry from the young girl who was selling things. Uh, you didn't take everything. I need to give you this. And we thought, oh, how lovely. So we carried on. And then we'd literally uh, two blocks away. And then you got another tap on the shoulder from the same girl. I didn't give you everything. I need to give you these two things. Uh, to say sorry and here's the rest of your thing so i'd like to ask you joshua why did this this young girl return to us twice to give us things uh one which we hadn't noticed and two that after the first time we just appreciated it and then she came back a second time so i would like to ask you that thank you well, that's like asking, why does anything happen to your reality? Every single thing that happens in your reality is the match to the vibration you're offering. You aren't aware of that vibration. You aren't aware of how your vibration or your perspective is in comparison to others. You are just living your life and you're assuming that everyone's pretty much the same vibration. Everyone pretty much sees the same reality that you do. Yet in every moment, you're led to experiences that match your perspective. Your perspective is unique. You have experiences that have led you to a completely unique perspective of reality, perception of reality. You pay attention to these teachings, you channel, you've had experiences, you've had experiences that you couldn't even explain to people, like the envelope. So why is this any different than that? And when you ask, why does this happen to me? You're not bringing in the fullness uh, and richness of the life that you are living, which is completely unique to you. We're not saying it's better or worse than those living a limited life. But as you're raising your perspective on what reality really is and what you believe and expect in the reality, the reality has to conform to that to surprise and delight you and to give you a glimpse of this reality that you're now a part of that no one else is a part of from your perspective.
So imagine the crowds of people that are there. Imagine the belief systems of the people that are there, the perspectives, the idea about who they are and how this reality works. Maybe you stand out as a vibration within that group of people. Maybe there's others who resonate with that vibration. So you have the vibration where you're at. You have a vibration of someone who is in that community and has lived their whole life with a certain belief pattern. Their belief pattern, based on where they were, where, who they are, where they grew up, their intentions coming in, notices something in your vibration. Something is drawing them to you. Now, this is true of every vibration. But from where you are, you're attracting someone who can receive inspiration and will act on that inspiration because they resonate with the vibration you're offering. So it's something interesting to them. There's no fear involved. And they receive the inspiration, they come to you, and they interact with you in a way that, from their perspective, is no big deal. They don't see anything unusual. They don't understand. They just think, oh, they forgot to get their stuff. From your perspective, you notice this. You're very far away. There's lots of people. How does she come to you twice? How does she get back and forth in that time period? And this is simply to alert you to the fact that, yes, physical reality is not what everyone thinks it is, but it is what you think it is. For you to be delighted and surprised by this is interesting. For you to be seeing this as something out of the ordinary for you, not true. It's part of your experience of life. You now expect these things to happen from time to time. You now understand that none of this is real. It's all vibration. There is nothing real in this reality other than your perception of it. So you choose a perception of it based in the ethereal nature of it, the more true nature of it, and the vibrational quality of it. And so you walk around anywhere you walk around and you have a high perspective offering a high vibration. You then match up to anything at that high vibration or that high perspective. From this point forward, if you are thinking in these terms, realizing that you are, your perspective is higher than, we'll say, the masses, then you will relate to experiences or attract experiences and other people that exist in this higher vibration that is not the normal of those living in a more limited vibration because to them it would freak them out. To them, it would confuse them. It would offer no benefit in their journey of self-discovery. Many of you in this group, whether you're on the call now or listening at a later date, many of you are experiencing things like this. As you've done the work in the boot camp of the Essential Experience, as you've processed limiting beliefs, as you've been shown there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, as you realize nothing can happen to you, can only happen for you, as you start to see, see yourself from this perspective in more and more areas of your life, when something happens, it's to alert you to this perspective where you are. Since that perspective is not shared by many people, it's difficult to explain it to other people in lower perspectives, in lower vibrations. But to you, it's the new normal. If this delights you, then that delight is added to that vibration. So more of it can come. 
meaning Russell Brand in the coffee shop or the ice cream shop. That's the sign of that vibration, meeting up. Nothing unusual about that whatsoever. Having the orbs when you're standing next to the woman that you perceive as famous. Nothing unusual about that at all. Having all these experiences that you had all your life, nothing unusual. It's just that those at lower perspectives are unaware of this. There, there is no way for them to see it. As you move up in perspective, as you move up in vibration, as you see yourself in a way that aligns with the truth of who you are, these things can come every single day of your life to delight and surprise you, if that is in your vibration. Those living in a more standard view of reality, a concrete, solid view, have the vibration that is adverse to these things happening. All that's available to see in the non-physical, if they were to see these things, it would frighten them. So they can't see them. It's not that it's hidden from them, it's that the vibration doesn't match because there's fear involved. As the fear fades away, as you raise your perspective and understand what is going on in the universe, you see more of what's true. Now you can imagine that when they saw the vision in that town, there was a wave of fear, of non-belief. Then they were able to reorganize the event in a positive way. So the remnants of the fear are still there. That's the 1% you talked about. And the rest of the population justifies this in some context that gives them some feeling that it's okay. Yet, only three girls saw it. The rest didn't see it. It only happened one time. Why doesn't it happen every single day? Because in the context of their belief system, it would be frightening for them. They, they couldn't. So this is what happens all the time. When people are raising a perspective in a certain area of their life, they see something or witness or experiencing something that is out of the norm. And instantly, their mind rationalizes it. Oh, my keys were here. Now they're gone. I'm looking for them everywhere. I give up looking for them. And suddenly, they're in the exact same place I left them. How is that possible? Oh, I just didn't see it or whatever it was. And so they have built in this defense mechanism in a rationality of all the cannot be explained experiences to keep them feeling safe. When you realize that nothing can happen to you, it can only happen for you, you open up that perspective where you don't need to re rationalize these things. You don't need to see them as unusual whatsoever. And more and more of these things can happen every day, and they are happening all the time. They're happening all the time, but it's out of your field of vision or experience. As you open up to the possibility that this could be happening every single day of your life, and you perceive it now not as a out-of-ordinary thing, but as a common part of your experience, then it just becomes more prevalent, more prevalent. And as long as you use that to delight yourself, then this can come into your daily experience of life. Thank you so much. That uh, uh, Everything you've said 
there were keywords in there, I'll just say keywords, uh, which resonated hugely to my heart. Thank you so much, Joshua. Thank Excellent. you. Who's next? I would like to say something. So in a program that I did years ago, we were left with a statement that life is empty and meaningless, and it's empty and meaningless that it's empty and meaningless. So coming from there, so I reg I registered for the romantic relationships module and I got the emails, but I couldn't access the rest of the information in the dashboard. I get that there's a number of different meanings that I can attribute to what's happened. And I can choose something that serves me, like everything is for me, because I put down, I'm not ready for the full picture, versus somebody's messed up, um, you know, like, it's not fair, all of that. So can you just talk to that whole empty and meaningless and, and the meaning and what it all means <laughs> or doesn't mean? Well, we'd like to use the term neutral. Okay. It comes to you without meaning. It's neutral, mm -hmm. no good, no bad, no better, no worse, no right, no wrong. The experience is always neutral, whatever it is. You have a perspective. Your perspective meets the neutral experience. And based on that perspective, you will derive a meaning for yourself. You will derive it. You don't choose it. It automatically happens. So if you have a limited perspective, I'm the victim. Things are happening to me you derive a meaning based in that perspective. Let's take a perspective of highly limited to somewhat limited, that range. A highly limited perspective has only one judgment. I'm not worthy of this. A somewhat limited perspective says there must be a glitch in the program. Now you, now you go from a somewhat elevated perspective to a highly elevated perspective. There'll be a way to figure this out. Or, highly elevated, this is pointing out a limiting belief that is preventing me from moving towards who I will become on my journey of self-discovery. The experience itself is coming to me. It's being drawn to me. My guide, supporters, inner self, source itself is bringing this experience to me. I actually don't have any choice in this because why would I want to control any of it? It's coming at the perfect time, perfectly. It is fully developed as an experience, perfect experience in every way. And I am perfectly receptive to uncovering and I have all the tools to process this limiting belief. So you can have any range of perspective. Where are you? All you have to do is think about what was the initial judgment. Tell us the initial judgment, the very first thing that came to you. Probably that there was something, like something didn't connect in the system that was outside of me. That was kind of the first, but it didn't feel really bad. It was just that was kind of where the first, and then right away after that, it was like, oh, hold on a second. This is actually kind of funny, was my second thought. Because, you know, there's a little wobble around the subject of relationships. <laughs> yeah, that's just a little. Now, if you were 
angry, that shows a limited perspective. If you thought it was funny, that shows a higher perspective. If you realized the wobble or the limiting belief, higher perspective. Excellent. So now you can use this experience. Okay, I thought it was funny. I noticed the wobble right away in this subject. This is what inspired me to do this anyway. This is part of the fun of this. How funny that everyone else seems to work perfectly and just for me in this one area. And so now you have this thing. Okay, yeah, there's a wobble. Great. That's why you're here. Great. This is the perception from your perspective now. Great. This is exactly what you wanted. The exact experience you want. Now you get to ask this question. Fantastic. Everything is working out for you perfectly. Nothing you need to do. Now you just get an indication of your perspective and you have an idea of the limiting belief in there. And you come into this now ready and open to engage fully to strip away everything that's inauthentic about you in this one area. The limiting belief could be whatever you write down, but it could be just something like, I have difficulty in romantic relationships for some reason. That's a limiting belief. It's not true. Okay, great. You write down the experience. You write down the emotion. You write down the context of it all. And you write down evidence to prove it's false. Excellent. Softens that limiting belief. Does it solve the problem of the computer glitch? You don't care. Does it solve the problem of the relationship? You don't care. Does it solve any problem whatsoever? No. All it does is raise your perspective a little more. That allows another funny thing to come in to just show you where that perspective is and identify if there's an empowering belief or a limiting belief or something that's, that's a wobble in your vibration in this one area. The wobble in your vibration is always a belief system that is not accurate. In order to move towards a clearer vibration in that area or a clearer perspective in that area, you will want to identify, process, and work on all these inauthentic beliefs about yourself. You want to open up. You want to be transparent. You want to know the things that are vibrationally keeping you apart from what you want in this area. You want to know that this is a journey of self-discovery. You want to know that you signed up for this for a reason. Why? Because I want to discover who I truly am. In this area, there is a lower perspective. That's not true for who I am. I want to discover why I think it's true. Why is there a limited perspective in that one area? There's high perspective here, high perspective here, high perspective here. All of a sudden, there's a notice that, yeah, this really isn't working or doesn't feel good in this area. Let's uncover the wobble. So the why is I want to discover who I truly am, discover these wobbles and authentically process them to not affect any outcome, but just to see myself more clearly. So if you look at your overall perspective, it's very high. You've done a lot of work that raises that perspective. You'll begin to notice that there is a difference in perspective based in different areas. In the higher perspective, you see yourself more clearly and the limited perspectives, you see yourself less clear. All of this work of self-discovery is to see yourself clearly in all perspectives.
Now, there's a reason that you have a limited belief that keeps your perspective lower than other areas. And there's a reason you give meaning to experiences. The higher the perspective, the less meaning any experience has. It's just more fun, delightful, that sort of thing. Now, can you see as you raise your perspective in certain areas, everything gets lighter in those areas, easier. Nothing really affects you in those areas. It's no big deal. But the areas that are you, ha you have more limited perspectives, it's more dense. It seems more real. And you don't really want to uncover the reason for that because there's something emotional in that. So when you uncover a limiting belief, we'll say, or a misperception of yourself in a area of your life that is, we'll say the most, we're not saying in your case, but if just in any area, there's going to be one area that is compared to the others, the most limited for you. That's the darkest area for you or what you perceive as the darkest. As you work in that area, you will not want to see who you truly are. You won't want to maintain the vision of yourself as a victim in that area. That vision of yourself as a victim means that it's out of your control. That the outside conditions in that area are true. And that's why it's something, it's not you. You will not want to look at that area because it's more comfortable perceiving that the reason this is happening is because of something about you, something about your conditions, something about other people that affect you. In the areas that are the highest perspective, you see yourself more as the creator, more true to who you are. And so you're in those areas, you're willing to easily look at those and can't wait to talk about them and can't wait to share that authentic version of you with others. It's easy. But down here, in the lower perspective, it's more difficult from your perspective. In truth, it's no more or less difficult than anything else. It doesn't have any more meaning or less meaning than anything else. It's completely as easy as anything else, but it feels harder, feels heavier, feels darker. You have this overall experience of life. You have day-to-day -day experiences from the time you're born to where you are now. Things happen that cause you to adopt these limiting beliefs. Part of your trajectory. Wonderful that they do. You apply meaning to these things about who you are. This meaning starts becoming a belief. The belief then becomes limiting. The limiting belief attracts experiences that from whatever perspective you're at, you believe to be true. It's happening to you. Oh, it's happening to me again. It's happening to me again. The same thing keeps happening to me again. Happening to me. This builds a little bit of momentum in that limiting belief. And you internalize it as a truth when it's the illusion. You have now evidence through experiences of manifestation events coming from this belief that from the victim perspective you believe are true. Now, you're looking at it from the perspective, no, I am the creator. This event has happened in my past somewhere. I may not be able to identify it. I've projected meaning onto it, attached some meaning to it, and I actually look for how that's true as the victim. The victim looks at how the outside conditions make them feel something. 
all of a sudden you come into these teachings and you realize that none of that's true. There is no meaning. The event is always neutral. But when the belief is applied to a similar event, it will cause the same response, the same meaning over and over and over and over again. Now you come to an area where you can address it. It means you have to redefine yourself. Because you've been protecting yourself from the meaning of these events and thinking, I need to avoid situations that would create an emotion or a feeling that I perceive as bad or wrong or hurtful or painful, I'm setting myself up not to look at that aspect of me. Because if I look at that aspect of me, I'm going to feel that emotional pain again. So you give that event and that part of your life more meaning than other events, and it actually becomes more difficult for you to look at those things. But then what happens is, as you expose the truth of this and uncover all of this, you'll have a re emotional release of it. Once you've done enough work, you'll have emotional release. You'll have some kind of emotion that releases it. So let's just imagine that you said, okay, I have a limiting belief in this area. A manifestation event happened and you process it. Maybe you feel a bit of relief. Does that bit of relief wipe out the limiting belief? No, but it does raise your perspective just a bit. This new perspective then allows in a new manifestation event at a different level. You then process that one and feel a bit of relief. And then another one comes and you're elevating yourself over time through releasing of the emotion to at some point coming to the realization that whole series of events that caused you to adopt these limiting beliefs was never true. And in that realization, you'll have a release of trapped emotion. It could be crying. It could be a cold. It could be some irritation in your body, releasing that over time. It could be something massive if you want to do a quantum leap, or it could be a series of releases over time, either way you want to do it. But this is how you do it. And every time you process that limiting belief, you raise your perspective just a bit, you get a little more insight. And from this newer perspective, which is your vibration, you attract another message. These are just messages, just messages. The event is neutral. Your experience of it gives it meaning. And within that experience is a message is an understanding, is more knowledge. But it all depends on how you look at the event. Because if you look at the event as if you're a victim, it's not likely that you will understand there's information for you there. If you look at the event from the perspective that you are the creator of your reality, that nothing can happen to you, it's always happening for you, that you are being moved on this journey to discover your authentic self, you can look with clear eyes at it and you will discover some nugget of information. If you feel an emotional response to that, excellent. It means that you've all moved around a little bit. If you want to go into a sweat lodge and spend 24 hours meditating on that one thing, maybe you'll get there. 
if you want to take a fun little course over four weeks, you will have a series of tasks, assignments, plots, writing that will get you there in a more easy pace. And then you'll do it again and you'll do it again. And you'll never stop looking at yourself from a higher perspective. You'll be increasing this perspective over time. Then you'll move to another area, increase that perspective, then move to another area. As you move your perspective up, everything gets lighter. Everything loses its meaning. Everything becomes more delicious, more exciting, more fun, more entertaining. You start to see your life as a game rather than a prison sentence or something fearful to avoid. You start leaning in to every area where you were holding back. And then you have exponential experiences in joy. And this is what you truly want. Thank you. Excellent. We have time for one silly question. Who's got the silliest question they can think of? A silly question is being dropped into one of you right now. Who caught that question? I have one. Susie. <laughs> I like to know, we say that cats have nine lives. Is that true? And can a cat or a pet that we lost in the past, can it come back in another pet's cat or pet's body to us? Well, we will say that cats do not have nine lives. Like you, cats have infinite lives. You can come and go as much as you want. So if you want to think about this, you're on a journey of self-discovery. You come in in the life that is Susie. You have the expansion experience of this life as much as you want. Then you return to the non-physical. And in the non-physical, you have a couple of choices. Since you haven't left, all that's left is the illusion from you. You are always with everyone that you knew in physical reality. They can't really see you because their vibration doesn't allow for it. Their belief system won't allow for it, but you can see them. So let's say that you wanted to come and visit your family. You're there anyway. You see them vibrationally. You're not apart. There's no need to do anything, but just for fun, you come in as the dog and you experience what the dog is experiencing of these people. And you can influence the dog or inspire the dog to jump on someone's lap or to lick their face. And you can have this connection with them. But you don't really need it for the non-physical. This is just for fun. So you might see in your physical reality these little things happening all the time if you're aware of it. Suddenly, someone waves to you or gives you a big smile. They were inspired to wave to you or they were inspired to give you a big smile. By who? Who knows? Who cares? Doesn't matter. You're always the attention of your guides and supporters and inner self. And, and these things are happening all the time. You're just not as aware of it as you could be. You have another opportunity. You can come in as another life, but you will never come in as another life to be with the people you lost because you never lose those people. You will only come in as another life to experiencing expansion in a new way, in a new and unique way. And so the people that you interact with, the pets that come and go, they're always here. They're never missing. They're always with you. 
It's just that you have these goggles on that cause this illusion to appear as if they're not there. If you could see them clearly, well then that would affect your journey of self-discovery. Until you're at that vibrational perspective, there's no reason to see them. Until you've changed your perspective on transitioning to the non-physical and your relationship to every single person in your life, there's no reason to have any ability to see them. However, if you change your perspective and now you're operating at this very high vibration, then signs of them are really obvious. They're everywhere. They come to you if you're open to it. When you have a belief system about how physical reality works, that precludes contact with anyone who's transitioned, then that journey of self-discovery is, is at a level where if they came to you, it wouldn't be of any benefit to that trajectory. If you start to see what's really happening in physical reality, if you soften your defense mechanism to the potential that in every moment, everyone is around you with you, in the room with you, in the shower with you, in the bathroom with you, they're with you everywhere and you can communicate with them easily, now signs of that become true in your reality because you're available to that, you're not in fear of that. And whether you are interested in that or not, that's up to you. You can maintain this rigid belief system that precludes interaction with loved ones who have transitioned, or you can soften that and soften that and soften that, raise your perspective and become a vibrational match so that they come in some form that you can notice, but will not scare you. That's all that's happening in physical reality. You are perceiving an illusion that's designed to allow you this journey of self-discovery that without this illusion, you could not have a real experience. You'll return to the non-physical. You'll notice that they never left you. They were there the whole time. You'll say, oh my God, I was so fooled by that. They'll say, yeah, that's how it works. And you'll, from that perspective, understand the entire system. You'll have all the knowledge that you need to have. Then you'll make a decision to come back in the illusion again and forget it all. Forget your past life, forget who you truly are, forget that your loved ones are with you all the time. You'll forget it all to have another expansive experience. But in every life, you have a choice of your perspective in every area. So you can consciously raise your perspective in every area through processing limiting beliefs and softening the fear and paying attention to others who have had these experiences and allowing the natural flow of life to bring you up where there are more and more and more obvious signs that you're not alone. Not a silly question at all, an absolutely wonderful question. It's amazing to us how none of these questions seems, they may seem silly in the beginning, but they illuminate a area of physical reality that you are perceiving to be true that is not true. Realize this is every single area of physical reality. What you think is true is seen at your perspective. It's not true, it's limited. Raise that perspective and you'll see more of the truth. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thanks, everyone.